Welcome to Easy Sundays, where we're talking shit and getting lit. How's it going, Zach? Oh, you know, it's been, uh, I haven't been feeling great this week, no. so I'm finally collecting myself and getting ready to just enter the world again anew. <laughs> anew. Anew. Like, I'm I have my cocoon and into the world. <laughs> you know, it's almost my birthday. Girl, I've known about this for the past like two months. I'm now. really excited about I'm, it. I'm I'm excited to probably do our next episode all about it. All about my birthday. Yeah, because I'm like, sure there'll yeah, be some stories. I can only imagine the stories that will be had. Yeah. Um, but how was your week? How are you feeling? It was good. My week was pretty good actually. I like kinda took it a bit slower than I have been in the past. Okay. Um so that's been a different vibe for me, but it's been a good week overall, I yeah, say. Yeah, a different pace. A different pace, a much needed slower pace, you know, just looking after myself and, and, and having a good time. Exactly. Yeah. So Emily, let's tell the fine folks what they're diving into tonight. So tonight we're going to be talking about taboos and aphrodisiacs. Ooh. Yeah, so we're going to be talking taboos in dating, taboos in sex. And then um, Zach and I looked up some top aphrodisiacs, yes. so we're giving you our two cents on those as well. Yes. Are you excited? I'm actually really excited I by know. that. I feel like this will be a good one. Yeah, like I hope the, the folk out there enjoy it as well. Yeah, well, let's get into it. Let's dive right in. All right, so we're going to start with taboos and dating. Okay. Okay, so I'm just going to say one, and we're just going to talk about yeah, how we feel just, about it. Yeah. How about who pays? Ooh, like, who pays, like, first date kind of thing? Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. Okay. When it comes to a guy and guy kind yeah. of date, it's a very hard line sometimes to see. I kind of take it when, especially because I have very little um, <laughs> reference. Experience? Yeah, when it comes with women. <laughs> with women. Okay, yes. You have one. Uh, yeah. I have to say, whoever kind of initiates the date oh. and kind of says, like, this is where I want to go kind of thing, or this is what we should do, it's kind of like, okay, the pressure's off me now. I'm going to allow you. I like you. that rule. That's how I kind of look at it, because if I'm not the one to initiate the date and say, like, this is where we should go and this is what we should do, yeah. then it's kind of like, okay, then that's on you. You wanted to... No, I'm not saying neither party, both parties weren't interested, but you're yeah. the one who kind of drove the car to that destination. Yeah. So why not? I really like that. I think I'm going to use that when I go on dates with women because it's like, who pays? I don't know. Do I pay? Do you pay? But the whole thing is like, I invited you here, so I'm treating you to this. I think that's a golden rule in gay dating. Yeah. If like, you invite the person, you pay. Yeah, in same-sex dating, I think that's very much the rule. I think that should... I think that should go across the board for men and women as well. But okay. I know that that's a whole nother story. Yeah. So when I'm dating, um, if I'm going to date with another woman, I like to pay. Or I'll like split it. Or if they like insist to pay, fine. That's, but like I generally pay. If I go on a date with a man and he asks me to pay or split it, I'm like, Mm-mm, you're not getting a second date. Isn't that interesting? Isn't, is that more because it's such like an old time tale of like the man should be the chivalrous one or whatever the word is yeah. and pay for the date? It's very stereotypical. Of, like a man very, pays for the date. Yeah. I feel like more so now people are often splitting. Especially yeah. if you're just in the dating phase. Like you're not in a relationship. You're money, my money kind of thing. Yeah. But like, yeah, I know if you're a male and you're taking me on a date, I would like you to pay please. But here's the thing. I think we've come so far that 
I think it kind of goes on both ends. Like, I find that women look at men and they're like, okay, they should pay because they're the guy, like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I feel like from a guy's perspective, they think I should pay because I need to show that I have, like, this kind of dominant role. I feel like it almost goes back to the hunter and gatherer. Like, the man is the provider. So it's, like, back to, like, the most basic instincts of heterosexual norms of you know the man's role and the woman's role but i think like you said we've come so far that i think that should be broken down i don't think it should be a scary thing that a woman is able to pay for her own meal plus another's no and i think a man should feel well enough in his masculinity to say that's awesome yeah that she's like it's it kind of like, hot it's yeah it's like and it's kind of like going into the next step of like a relationship and i know this wasn't really something we were going into but the fact like it, it, it goes for proposal as well we're mm. so flipped backwards yeah. in the norm of the man has to do the heavy lifting of that part yeah it comes into a simple thing of paying for a date why yeah. can't and I'm not being sexist I'm not being no. unfeminist or whatever I'm yeah. saying like it's an equal kind of standard for both people yeah and it should go the same way I see if I was going on a date with a woman I'd be like she invited me here I'm assuming maybe she should right. pay for it and I think in the heterosexual world oftentimes the man is the one to ask the woman out it's like the girl kind of waits for the guy to make the first move like you asked me out so maybe like that kind of goes hand in hand mm -hmm. with him paying but i feel like more so you see girls paying and like it is kind of hot like i got this like yeah. i can do me like i'm good boo and you know what the world like i think i think it happens in the u.s a lot but i think where it would really help to kind of break down those barriers of that and this is something so weird not weird just in the sense of that i'm bringing it up is I think they're called Sadie Hawkins dances. Do you know what those are? No. It's the dances where if you want to go to a dance with someone, the girl has to ask the guy. Oh, I love that. And I think that would break so much nervousness and gender norms yeah. of saying, like, the guy has to be the one to ask the girl out on the yeah. date. Because, like, that's unfair on both parties. Why does the guy have to get so anxiety-ridden to go ask a girl in high school? Yeah. And vice versa, why should a girl feel so anxious that this certain guy isn't asking her out yeah no use your womanhood use your power yeah. and say you know what he i feel him feel about me i should approach him and be like yeah. hey you want to head up the dance and it comes back to you on a date yeah i'm talking to you on tinder we're feeling a vibe he's clearly not initiating if it was a weird context context of like there's just not no vibing yeah, yeah i get that but if there's vibing and yeah. neither is initiating girl step up and say you know what, I it's like i've initiated and on dating apps before i'm like so do you want to get together like if there's just too much talk going on and i know what i want like if i'm into you i'll let you know i'm into you and completely but i think like not every person yeah. out there is as confident as you yeah and i think that needs to be something that we need to be breaking down from an early age like let's go just, get it girl yeah girls you, you got see this. that man you see that woman you yep. see the non-gender human that you are into yep. go get it and then this goes back to you too let the ladies pay let well let's not go so far but it goes she can you she don't, can. don't feel like you have, have to pay no but i'm saying on both sides of the spectrum like if 
I'm vibing with you, but you invited me here. Yeah. And it comes to that awkward point of where they bring the bill over. Well, then, hey, I push for the girl to maybe pay at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. But here we are. Okay, cool. So what's next? Mm, what about kissing on the first date? What are your thoughts? It so depends on the vibe. Yeah. The vibe of, again, where it kind of goes. Especially, like, at the end of the date when the bill comes. And if you're splitting that shit, I probably wouldn't right off the bat. You literally just empowered everyone. No, I'm saying. I'm saying that. Like, if it's a weird vibe where it has to be split, it's like, Uh, "Mm, why weren't we either of us comfortable enough to say, like, well, I know I'll see you next time, girl. Uh, or boy like I'll see you again on another date because I'm happy enough to pay for your meal but are you the kind of person where you're like I will not kiss on the first date oh no I'm totally down you're totally down for yeah give me a kiss give me a peck like I feel like it sets the mood off as well like if the if the date goes well if you're feeling each other and then you kiss and then it's just like oh shit there is no connection like that can also give you a certain vibe a certain understanding but like i don't think that it should be a hard set rule like don't kiss on the first date i think if you're feeling it if you're feeling the person you know yep. kiss it doesn't give anyone a certain kind of um status whether you do or don't like you're not a slutty person if you do and you're not a prude if you don't it's all about the vibe of how the flow of where it's going Mm -hmm. and then it's just about how the person reacts to it yeah like what if you were feeling the person you go in for a kiss and they're like "Mm, i don't kiss on the first date or like i don't really feel comfortable kissing you yet like how would you approach that situation i would probably be a little awkward yeah a little my ego would probably be hit. Yeah. And that's just me being honest. But I think at the end of the day, it's honestly them being comfortable. But I think I... I'm not saying every time I've gone on a date that I've asked. But, like, mm. you kind of get this sense of, like, you're entering their bubble if they're cool with it or not. Right. Like, ask, can I kiss you? Yeah. Ask yeah. if I can kiss you is great. But also the sense of, like, I'm getting closer to you. And it's kind of like this wall is up. It's yeah. like... I can sense. You can see them tensing up. Yeah. Pulling like, back a bit. And you kind of like ask to be like, is this okay that I'm this close kind of thing? Right. Like I have been there where like I've approached someone you can kind of see their wall go up and I'm like, is yeah. this okay? And for the most part, Body language. it usually has been okay. But you know, there is that one in 10 chance where someone's like, actually, can we slow down? Slow down a little yeah. bit. And that's okay too. Yeah. It's all about the vibe of it and where everyone is is where, where yeah. they stand with it. So we're pro-kissing on the first date if yeah. everyone's comfortable with yeah. it. Yeah. Cool. And, like, let us know what, if, what you feel. Yeah, Like, are you know. pro-con? Are you going home with them? Are you going in their car with them? Like, tell that me. That is a great segue into our next taboo. Oh, my God. Tell me. Let's talk about sex on the first date. Girl. Girl. Like this isn't a hey come over at two a.m. No, 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 this is this... like you go on a date. Maybe you've spent like you go on an evening date. It's going really well. It's now like ten o'clock. The bar or the coffee shop is closing, and you guys are feeling each other. Yep. Do you give in to your urges or do you say no? I'm saving the goodies. I'm gonna make you wait a bit for it. I've done both. Okay. And it j- I, like honestly it comes down to. If you're vibing with them, go with it. Like, I went on one of my first dates. I went out, and I was like, if you want to, come on back to my place. Yeah. I had no intent on, like, being full-on sexual with them, but I was like, I want to continue this. Like, I like like where this is going kind of thing. I I don't want to just, like, 
go and say goodnight and text you later kind of thing. Like, right. I just wanted to hang out still. And we went back and we did make out and hook up a little bit. But it didn't get to full-on sex. I think having a little bit of foreplay is yeah. fun. Yeah. I don't think whether you do fully have sex or not is bad. No. I think the aftermath tells you where you both stand. What do you mean? Like, you go have sex, and then you go to continue a conversation. And with they never talk to you yeah. again? <laughs> like, that's like, okay, well, then I see where you were. What or, you were wanting. Yeah. yeah. And that's the risk that I think you kind of take because, well, so I've never actually, this is going to be shocking to everyone, I've never had sex on a first date. Dun, dun, dun. I know. I've had lots of, like, I've met you at a bar, don't know you, one night stands. I've had lots of random hookups from dating apps. But I've never, like, specifically gone on a date with somebody that has gone back to having sex. Now, that being said, I would. Completely. Like, I'm not opposed to it. But I think that if I if I like someone in the aspect of, like, I kind of want to date you, I do worry that, especially with men, it's like they want a little bit of the chase, right? Yes. They like that I haven't had you yet. You kind of tease me. You know, what would it be like? And I just wonder if you give it to them right away then is that all that they want and then will you never are they going to ghost you because now they've gotten the cookie and they don't even need to give the milk yeah so i mean i'm very much pro have sex whenever feels good for you like skip the date and just go straight to sex for all i care but be cautious be cautious guard your feelings yeah know what you want and if you're like i feel like i like really want to fuck this person go fuck them but if you're like i feel like this might turn it to be something that I like don't want or different than what I'd intend then mm-hmm. maybe just be a little bit cautious yeah and like make him or her want it a little bit too I think is kind of sexy oh yeah like completely like at the end of the day if like you genuinely I think like the number one rule is if you're genuinely like I want to see them again I would honestly say like mm, they can wait then let, yeah. them, let them have a little taste at the date yes a little taste like even go back and have some heavy petting exactly maybe some sexy touching oh my god but let's keep our privates in our pants yeah exactly and that's where I was getting even to even some like, like boob and nipple play yes like you know we can do we can do some we can do some hot shit but like yeah. my cookie is staying hide hidden yeah my biscuit is staying underneath for this a while this flower is not blooming yet Ooh, this bush is not ready yet <laughs> Yeah. It's not ready to be set on fire. Yeah. Let's calm it down. Yeah, you have done not enough to earn no. my precious. You have not opened these gates yet. No. The pearly whites. Pearly whites. They're fucking closed with a lock. Yeah. That lock says until next time. <laughs> until next time. Okay, whatever. Okay, so like where we're we going next? We've talked. We've lots, talked about kissing on dates. We've talked yeah. about sex on dates. Yeah. Give it to me. Cruise paid. What about like? texting someone too soon or over texting someone so like we've had a date we've gone out speak to me okay i go home yeah and when do i do i text you thanks for a good date do i wait for you to text me back do we have to wait that unspoken 24 hour period of time let me just raise my hands in the air and just say i am a texter you are a texter i am zach and i am a texter so how long would you wait after a date to text I'm someone? Bad. If the date went well. Okay, you know me very well. Yes. Early in my 20s, fuck, 
we could be both going to the car and I'm like, thanks for a great night. This is the lovely meeting you. Totally, totally. Um, like literally, like you could be walking and I'd be like, oh my god, that was such a great time. Thanks for meeting me. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Horrible. That is one taboo. Like I can't. I, like that is something I'm so bad with. Yeah. Um. Okay, the whole unspoken rule of it being a 24-hour rule. I think that needs to get shoved out the window. Oh, that needs to be fucking burned. Yeah. Laid up to, to burn rest. That, that unspoken rule. Yeah. It needs to go away. It needs to, yeah, it needs to be done. Um, I think, A, knowing, if we're talking about post-date, knowing, again, the kind of feeling you got from mm-hmm. it. If you both vibed really well and you know there's, you both most, most likely said there's going to be a second date. Yeah. Later on that evening, yeah. an hour or two later, say, hey, by the way, thanks for a great night. Yeah. I'll talk to you soon kind of thing. Yeah. I think waiting till the next morning or the next afternoon, fuck that. Yeah. I don't got time for these games. I don't got time for these fucking unspoken rules. Yeah. That has never been my ish. It's worked for me in the past and it hasn't worked for me in the past. Yeah. It's all about seeing, A, where the feeling was going mm-hmm. and B, going with your gut. Yeah. So I read... um like, you know, the dating app Hinge? Yes. So, for those of you who don't know, they have, like... I recently of, introduced her to him. Yeah, and it's been successful so far. Yes. Um, but they have, like, questions that you answer, and it kind of starts the engagement. So, one of them I saw that I thought, like, this is really interesting. The question was, um, what's a sign of a good date? And their response was, when the unspoken 24-hour waiting period is unbearable. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's so mm-hmm. true because I feel like it can be unbearable. And it genuinely makes me happy if I get a text the same night from the person I went on a date with. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, it val- almost validates that, like, you felt it went as good as I felt it. And I've texted them back the same night, like, thanks so much for a great date. I hope to see you again or, like, whatever. I feel like don't. I feel like maybe, like, within the hour is pushing it. Like, wait, like, a couple hours. Um, but again, that's such an unspoken rule. Why does it have to be a couple hours? Why? Because you just saw them. And that's fair. Don't get me wrong. Like, messaging in the next 10 minutes? No. No. But it's been an hour. You know what? I want to say thank you for such a good night. Yeah. See, I feel like an hour is too soon. And don't get me wrong. People have called me desperate for that. People have called me all names under the bus for about well you've been one so don't worry (laughs) (laughs) don't play that card with me girl but I can wear with the badge of honor that I'm like I don't care if I like you and if I'm vibing with you cool Mm -hmm. if I'm coming off a little bit too extra at the moment whatever my intention is there to be good Yeah. my intention isn't there to be a stressor in your life or to come off needy. Yeah. I'm saying thank you for a good night. I'm not asking to continue to talk, continue right. talk for the rest of the right. night. I'm just saying you, you made me smile tonight kind of thing. Like you yeah, made me have cute. a good time. So I think at the end of the day, go with your gut, have the feelings, do you, and uh, send that text because fuck these unspoken rules. I don't got time. Now do it feel good. Go march to the beat of your own drum. Love that advice. So here we are. Alright, what are your thoughts on pet names? Like baby, baby sweetie. Honey. Ooh. Yeah, darling, babe. Cupcake. What do they <gasps> what do the youngins say? Um that's Bay, like boo. Or anyone else. Oh, yeah. Bay, Bay, Boo, Boo, Baby, Sexy, Angel Face, Daddy. Oh, I'm all for daddy. Oh, me too. <laughs> I love a good daddy. Are we talking pet names just in general or like too soon? 
Let's talk about t- like what is too soon for a pet name? When you uh, start calling if, someone a pet name? If within the first month you're calling me baby, no. But what if you see them like three times that's, a week? That's great. I don't have a fucking collar on me yet. You are not mine, and I'm not yours. So you have to be in a committed relationship be- before pet name? Oh, not fully committed relationship. But if it's us pursuing to one to get into a relationship, yeah. you will not be calling me your baby, your honey, your sweetie pie. Yeah. If we're being full on just friends with benefits, call me your fucking baby. Call me your fucking daddy. In the bedroom. Only. In text, like be like, come over, daddy, I wanna have a taste. Okay. I'm like, okay, I'll give you a taste. Okay. But no, like if we're if this is going to a relationship, you will not call me baby it within that for until until I feel like this is going somewhere. Yeah. I don't need that. I don't have a name tag on me. No, my name tag says, Hi, my name's Seth. <laughs> it's great to meet you. See, I love being called a pet name or like a sweet name, but if you fucking call me it too goddamn soon, it's going to be a huge turn What's off. too soon though? Like, I feel like, like it almost goes back to the vibe, but like if we're just started talking and you're calling me baby or hun or love or sweetie, like no. You can stop that right now. You know what I hate? This Tell is a me. bit off topic. Speak to me. When the fucking people in like the drive-thru or restaurants or people I don't fucking know call me babe or hun or sweetie, like, I'm sorry. I don't care about hun. Oh, I hate it. I don't like, like, I don't really get called sweetie or whatever. Oh, I hate it. Like, I'm not your honey. I'm not your sweetie. I'm not your babe. Like, no, I am like, ma'am. Like, miss. <laughs> and I hate being called ma'am, but I'm Madame. not. Madame. <laughs> it's beautiful over there. You know what? I like always go to when I think of the pet name, like Sweetie or Hun. What? I think it was a meme or something. It's like when girls are comfortable with each other, they'll call each other bitch or like my my, yeah. my slut or whatever. But as soon as they don't like each other, they're like, hey, Sweetie. Or hey, Like, it is so condescending. Yeah. Bitch. Yeah. But it goes in the gay world, too. Like, oh, he's sweetie. Like, no, bitch. No. I know your fucking vibe over there. I know, I know what that sweetie means, yeah. and it's not anything I, sweet. I'm going to get my crucifix and fucking crucify oh, you. Oh, my God. So. Yes, uh, but pet names and dating. Like, I feel like if you're not at the level of, like, you're in some form of a relationship, whether it be, like, it's just forming or it's... Um, friends with benefits. Friends with benefits or it's open, but, like... We can't just be casually talking to get to know each other. No. If you're just getting to know me, my no. name is Emily. Thank you. Yeah. So that's my thoughts Poor on bitch. it. <laughs> <laughs> I recently called a good girl and I really enjoyed that. See? Like, I don't mind that if we're talking... If it's Sexually. If it's so in the moment, like, you, like you're having this foreplay and conversation, yeah. and you're like, I want to get dirty with you tonight, blah, 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 and you call me like baby come on over kind of thing yeah cool if you text me and you're like hey good morning baby absolutely so different. if it's in a sexual context you can call me a good girl you can call me baby you can call me sweetheart like whatever if we're fucking but like like you said do not text me thanks for coming over babe yeah the sex is good sweetheart yeah. no 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 yeah. those words are for the bedroom or for mm-hmm. my boyfriend or girlfriend yeah yeah you can call me the Pillsbury very dolls boy <laughs> And I'll be like, baby, but you call me that in the day? Yeah. Uh, uh, Isn't that funny how that works? Like, if, if I was in the bedroom with someone and they called me their dirty little slut, I would fucking love it. But if someone texted, like, the same person Text texted you. me, like, just in the middle of the day, hey, how's my dirty little slut? I'd be like, pardon, pardon? me? Are we naked right now? Yeah. Are you inside of me or touching me or kissing me in some sexual form? 
No. Oh. Man, that's your dirty little slut right now. I'm at work. It's 11.30 in the morning. I'm just into my second cup of coffee. I'm not into you yet. <laughs> Respect. That's funny, that's funny. Respect. Alright, what else do we got here? Oh, okay, this is our last dating type. I kind of, okay. this, I'm interested in this one. So, okay. what about watching porn when you're in a relationship? Because some people are like, porn's cheating. Okay, no. It's not cheating. You're not physically with another person. You're not talking to another person. You're enjoying a fantasy. Porn yeah. is a fantasy at the end of the day. Unless mm-hmm. it's someone you know, it's a fantasy. It's given the person outlet. who's like, I should be your fantasy. Okay, that's fine. But if the walls dried up for a while and we're not getting it with each other, then hello, porn is perfectly okay. I think it comes to an extent of how often you're using it yes. in your relationship. Yes, that's such a good point. Don't get me wrong. If it's a few times a month, that's fine. If it's fucking like every day every three days a week mm-hmm. it's like mm, why aren't you using your outlet of your partner yeah. to say come suck my dick slob on my knob finish me off and yeah. bend me over yeah but if i'm getting that fully just from some videos and not confiding in you as a partner to say i need more sex yeah or like then, i like this or i like yeah or i want to try this fantasy out then it becomes an issue i don't think it's a bad thing at all no, yeah. to um, include it. No. And who? it's hot also to watch it with your partner. Yes. Like, get into that. Yeah. I feel like it's so taboo to, like, even bring up porn when you're yeah. in a relationship. But yeah. it's like, girl, it's another unspoken like, rule. you to your partner watching porn. Yeah. Like, How do I respond? I'd be like, baby, move I'm over. I'm the best Exactly. I'd be like, what you watching? Let's yeah. get into this fantasy you're living. What do you say? So my thoughts are... I have a couple thoughts. Tell me. So one, I agree with you. If like, if you can only get off or become aroused or be sexual, having to have porn be a part of that, I think that that's an issue. I think that if you, I'm very, like, I love porn personally. I don't care if my partner watches porn, but like, if you can't be intimate with me, and all you can be intimate with is like porn that's that's an issue there's something there that needs to be worked out i also read um i also think that there's an issue when especially younger um guys their only context of sex is porn oh yeah i think that that can be very dangerous as well because real sex generally isn't like porn oh no no not at all it's not to that extreme no and like girls typically don't fuck like porn stars all the time either if they did holy fuck would so many people in this world be happy and like sometimes we can fuck like porn stars but you better believe like tuesday afternoon you know at 5 30 after dinner when we're fucking i'm not gonna be your little porn star no i'm gonna be your woman that you get every other fucking day in this life yeah and you're gonna fuck this whole one way or the other yeah and i so i think it can be dangerous when you that's people's kind of go-to of what sex is what sex should be so i think that that can be dangerous as well i also read a study about how um guys who masturbate to porn too much it like lowers their sex drive with their partner well completely because they're giving all their fun juices to the porn yeah so um, I'm very much like I I love watching porn. I don't care about my partner watching porn. I like to watch porn with my partner. I like to make porn with my partner and then watch it. 
but like you can't be dependent on it though i will say side note Tell me. i had a partner who was very into live porn and that to me felt like cheating what is live? it's what like a, it's mean? like a cam girl or a cam boy Ooh, so, like so they're interacting with, with you yeah. so I genuinely, I genuinely felt like you're cheating on me because you can talk to them they talk back to you it's it's intimate i feel like it feels more intimate yeah so that i was more like, realistic more yeah very realistic. and i'm like very porn positive but at that i was like no this makes me uncomfortable i don't like this i feel like you're cheating on me please stop yeah that's a line you kind of just don't cross yeah so that was i can get that yeah i can get that because you're almost like what if and this is one in a million chance probably what if this porn star wants to continue talking to you in a yeah. private chat yeah what if they invite you to a yeah. private chat or like, it just opens up it opens too, up too many opportunities Pandora's box. yeah into no. bad things and it's just like let's just keep it to pre-recorded shit yeah, that you can't interact with that you can't interact with people and have a good time yeah. download it stream it yeah we are positive with porn yeah. we love porn yeah we love porn and just get into it but remember your limitations and remember your partner yeah yeah alright so I think that's all like our dating taboos okay, let's get yes. into some sex taboos <sighs> yes. so some people still view masturbation yes. as a taboo i feel like masturbation is very much like almost everybody does it yeah but people don't really talk about it as much like it's kind of hush hush still okay so what are your thoughts on masturbation i okay i was very closed off about talking about masturbation until i was close to my 20s yeah it was just something that i wasn't 100 percent comfortable with mm-hmm. i wasn't um secure in how like people would react to it but i think nowadays like fuck we have so much shit going on in this world masturbation is not going to hurt anyone no if i want to talk to you about it if i know it's right in context and like we're talking about you know we had a good time this weekend kind of thing and you're like i just got fucked this weekend i'd be like well i only choked the chicken four times but here we are like you're not going to go up to your boss and be like i need a 10 minute masturbation break no absolutely not right but like if someone you know if it's in the matter of like talking about it why not yeah i feel like masturbation is so normal but yet still so taboo oh my god it's so stigmatized in the way of like it's such a naughty thing it's so that's it it's so naughty yeah masturbate like you have to do it i remember like when i was like I've started masturbating. I don't know. I was fucking young, like maybe like, like, like really? eight. Oh, okay, that's that is maybe young. even younger than okay, that. That's... And I remember like, like hiding under my covers and like discovering myself and like what felt good, but like feeling so bad about yes. it. Yes. Like so much guilt came from masturbation, and that all of like, high school for me. Yeah, and it's like, what is so wrong with pleasuring yourself? I'm not like out on the street you know touching myself for all the world to see like i'm doing it in private and i think that kids need to be taught it's okay to touch yourself it is your body you can touch yourself but it's something that you do when you're alone in your room yeah it's not for you to be like sitting on the couch masturbating while like your mom's cooking chicken no like that's not what we're doing that is not what we we are not suggesting that so i don't know why masturbation is so still perceived as naughty like if i was masturbating and if somebody walked in i might feel uncomfortable still oh, like please. if you walked in i'm just fucking i don't give a yeah, shit yeah yeah sure we are even like it with previous partners I, yeah. I would feel like i would need to, especially if i was masturbating with a toy 
if I was masturbating with a toy and yeah. my partner walked in, I'd be like, turn that shit off. Or like, okay. I don't want them to know I'm doing it. And like, why? I don't know. Yeah. It's so normal. See, with a partner, I wouldn't care. If a partner walked in on me, I'd be like, what? I was having a moment for myself. I had 10 minutes of free yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. You can come join if you want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you, wanna, if you, if want, you yeah. want to take over. If you want to come get the biscuit, come and get it. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to, like, people walking in, yeah, I'd feel... I wouldn't feel dirty in a sense. I'd feel super awkward. Awkward and, just be like, and guilty. Mm, not guilty. Not guilty. I was having a good time. I was having guilty pleasure for myself. Yeah. I'm sorry that I forgot to lock the door. Yeah. Or, you know, put you a sock on. Yeah. Just put a sock on the door or whatever. But at the end of the day, I was helping myself. Yeah. And it's your body touch I think yeah I think it's such a weird thing for people to still stay so negative on yeah yeah so yeah so that's our thoughts pro masturbation just don't do it when your mom's cooking chicken what about um oral sex when the person expects it but will not give it (laughs) if you will if you expect something from me I expect the same for it to be given yeah. back. I feel like this is far more seen in heterosexual relationships where the guy's like, yo, come suck my dick, suck my dick, but I'm not eating your pussy. Oh, no. If I was a woman, I'd be like, you are getting this snatch yeah. in between your fucking face. Yeah. And you will have it for brunch. Yeah. If like, you think that I'm going to suck your dick and you're not going to go down on me, you have another thing coming because it's yeah. not going to happen. So, basically... Give and take, people. And I have to say it happens in the gay world, too. Does it? Oh, yeah. I've met um, plenty of guys that may not be with sucking dick, but it is with other parts of your body where mm-hmm. they are like, I want this, but I will not do it to you back. It's like... Like if they want to bottom, but they won't bottom? Is that uh, what you're talking no, about? No, it's more of rimming, which uh, is big in the gay world right yeah, now. It's so been big ass. in the gay world for a while. Yeah, eating ass. If you expect me to go down and do some dirty work... Down to brown town. Down to brown cow, stunning. <laughs> Then girl, that car better be doing a reverse and yeah. driving fast towards mine as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I gotta say. On Don't that. expect something for yourself that you're not willing to give in return. Preach. Preach. I mean, that's all we gotta say. That's on that all we gotta say on that. What about um, BDSM and bondage? I'm so open to that. Oh, I love it. I am so uh, positive towards that. If you want to do it fucking do it know your limitations know yeah. safe for it set yourself up for a good experience yes. and whether you don't like it at the end of the day that's yeah. fine at least you tried it it may not be for everyone it's a painful thing for depending on how far you go with it yeah. but talk about it with your partner as long as there's open communication yeah. Yeah. I think it's a good thing to explore yeah. so I've, I've done a lot of bondage I've led a lot of BDSM stuff and I, I wouldn't think- have known and I think some of the keys are one you have to talk about what you're comfortable with prior to doing it completely so these are my limits these are things I definitely know I don't want to do these are things that like I'm willing to explore like what are you comfortable with definitely a safe word um but but bondage like I love me so I love being tied up blindfolded same and having the person do to me what they will go for it yes yeah I love that I'm both though I I love being the submissive and I love being dominated. I'm, yeah. I'm very, I can go into both roles easily. There are three no's to me when it comes to BDSM. Tell me. It's piss. Yeah. Blood and vomit. Oh, yeah. Those, those three. Yeah. But there are people out there oh, totally. that enjoy that and you know what? That's your own prerogative. You. Go for it. Those are my top those three. And within that is also feces. I do not do that. Yes, I wouldn't do feces yeah, no. or a vomit. You would do blood and piss. Yeah. Stop. I've been pissed on before. People are into golden jars. Blood? I, yeah, blood doesn't no, freak me out. No. If I know the person. Yeah, but no. Yeah. But, 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 to you, again, I'm no judgment. If you were to ask me and you were like, I really want this, I'd be like, 
I respected what you want, but yeah. no. You have yeah, to be respectful. Like, no anal. I've tried anal. I've done anal. I don't love anal. Well, I've only got very few holes to get me off. This so is true. Anal is where it's at for me. Okay, so those are kind of our taboos in sex. I'm sure there's more, but that's all we're going to talk about today. Let's talk about some aphrodisiacs. Ooh, okay, like, when I come to aphrodisiac, yeah. I automatically, and I don't know why, I automatically go to, like, strawberries and chocolate. Yeah, so sexy. And I'm not saying that for me. It's just that's the norm that you kind of see on TV and yeah, movies. That, yeah, yeah. Um, I've never really necessarily got off from food or being sexually aroused by food. Right. I feel like... With that sense. Right. Eating the food. But, like, you can have someone feed you chocolate-covered shot. Completely. You can have chocolate sauce covering your body and it yeah. being licked off. Yes. So, food incorporated in yeah. the play. Into the play, yes. Never by itself would I be like, ooh, that turns me on. Don't get me wrong. If I see... A banana, I'd be yeah. like, and I saw a guy eating it, but well, I could see that as my dick. Like, how far are you shoving this yeah, banana? Yeah, how much of it can you get? Yeah, I'm kind of getting turned on just talking about it. Love it, perfect. Or like, or like cherries. Like, do you remember oh, tying the cherry stem with your? I could never do that. With all, oh, I did it all the time, and it like meant that it like meant that you were a good kisser. And then as you got older, but like you gave good head. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God bless. I need to get some people some cherries. Yeah. So or like, Feeding someone cherries or grapes. Oh, feeding someone grapes. Oh, that's fucking. Ooh, yeah. Give me my goddess fantasy. Yes, and like oysters are another big one. Have you ever eaten oysters? I, if I someone saw someone be like sexual and eat an oyster in front of me, yeah, I'd probably vomit. <laughs> oysters don't do it for me. I'd be like, no, I'm done. Yeah. I gotta go. There's the door. Seal it. I'd, like it wouldn't fully shut them down, but I, I would, I'd probably be more turned off. Yeah, so I like oysters. I've eaten oysters. I don't know if I've ever gotten turned on from eating, like, by eating an oyster. Mm-hmm. I like, feel like, no. I feel like food, like, we talk about, like, chocolate and whipped cream. And, oh, whipped cream would totally turn me on. Like, because yeah, it was used. Because it's used in the yes. sex. It's not like eating it. It's by like, itself. Eating it doesn't lead to being turned on. Including it in the play is what's sexy. Completely. Now, what about pineapple and making your juices taste nice? I don't enjoy pineapple, so I never have it around to be like, mm, eat some of this pineapple yeah. so you taste good later. Yeah. Um, it's never really a thought to me. Don't get me wrong. Now, if you're smoking, that would be a different. Oh, a don't different, smoke. Yeah. You're, you're constantly yeah. nasty. Yeah. It's a bad time for all. Yeah. Uh, but never have I been like, you need to go eat a pineapple for yeah. this to taste good. If it happens, it happens. I, I really, really think care. it's a myth. I've never really, when it comes to the fun juices yeah. I just take them as it is kind I've of been with a girl who's like, who was like I ate so much pineapple this week no 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 literally her pussy tasted the same yeah and like I've been with a guy who's like oh I ate really good pineapple blah blah blah, blah and his cum tasted the yeah, same like all pussy and all cum taste different but I haven't experienced no I must say you know it tastes me. good speak to me vegan pussy really vegan pussy the fresh shit like, because they're just powered by, like, s- sweet, organic sugars, and it's all healthy. Vegan pussy tastes real good. You vegan gays out there, call me up. I will try some yeah, of the try fun Yeah, try it. Try some I'm of the down. fun I'm down. Yeah, so, yeah, that's what we've got. Well, that's what we kind of covered tonight on Taboos and Aphrodisiacs. Yeah, let us know what you think. Any taboos you guys oh, have? Yeah. Any taboos we didn't cover? Send them in for... So, we're going to start question of the week again. Send yeah. them in for... What we would be into or something. Comment Let us of the know. Week. We can do yeah, comment, of the a week. comment of the week. Yeah. Just give it to us. 
and just give it to us let us dirty. know let us we would know. love for it but again thank you for joining us on easy sundays thank you guys uh, for listening we can't wait to talk to you all soon and have a great week talk shit and uh get, get lit, lit.